0: Once upon a morning, there was a freshly brewed McCafe coffee. It was made with 100% Arabica beans, yet something was missing. Fear not, in the distance, a sausage McMuffin with egg rides toward the sunrise in quest for breakfast. The perfect pair met at McDonald's, and mornings were happy forever after. Right now, get a $1 small coffee and a $2 sausage McMuffin with egg from the 123 dollars menu. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. UTL Radio welcomes you to this episode of Legal Q&A Live. On this program, we answer our listeners' legal and business questions that have been submitted during the week or are asked during the live show. As always, we welcome input and feedback from you, the listener, and we encourage you to join in the conversation by calling the live program at 347-855-8831 or by contacting us via our social media sites Links to our various sites are listed on our main website, utlradio.com. Please note that this broadcast does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship with any of our listeners. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Good morning. Thanks for joining me. Actually, it's good afternoon today. We're broadcasting a little bit later with our weekly business and legal Q&A live. Today we are going to start a week-long journey into the realm of residential real estate. We have received so many questions and inquiries over the past two weeks about real estate, about the closing process, how it works, when you need an attorney, when you don't, what's a home inspector, how do you know who's a good one, and I, I think it's primarily because here we are in spring, finally, at least on the East Coast, it has arrived. Um, It was a long winter, and so we're glad to see spring. And with spring comes a lot of interest in buying and selling real estate. That's just the way it works here in New Jersey, um, at the very least. We see a lot of homes being put up for sale, a lot of people working on their homes, trying to get them ready for sale. And so that's what we're going to spend the next few days talking about. I have picked one question per day. It's going to focus on real estate. And um, we will go through that question as thoroughly as possible without making you so bored that you're going to start crying because how exciting can real estate be? Well, it might not be exciting, but it certainly is important to understand because what you don't want to have happen is what I'm going to talk about later on this week. I'm going to give you a story where new home buyers almost lost everything with their house. And I'll explain that to you uh, at the end of the week. Well, before we get into today's show, I just want to uh, thank our sponsor. And today's show is sponsored by TimeDoc. Let me tell you something about TimeDoc. You know, if you are looking for a mobile solution to track employees' time, a time card for the future, if you will, especially if you're in an industry where, you know, the use of of either the the timesheet, forms, you click into the little time clock, or the traditional written time sheets, or whatever it might be, if using that sort of paper timekeeping is not going to work for your industry, construction, right, because you're out on the site all day, landscapers, because you're doing work all day, architects, surveyors, you name it, if you're out there doing work, it's going to be very difficult for you to find some mobile means of tracking your time. And so what does that mean? It leaves employers trying to make sure that they have captured everybody's time because they don't want to get in trouble with the Department of Labor. They don't want to overpay, and they don't want to underpay people. Well, this new app um, by TimeDoc is amazing. I'm going to just quickly show you um, a quick peek at their website. What this is is this is a truly mobile solution. It allows you to download the app to get these um, cards that they provide you, and you scan the barcode. You can see it is a video here on their site that will explain everything. Um, but if you go down, you can see these NFC cards, and all you have to do is swipe the card to your phone, and it will automatically log or punch someone in and punch them out. So, I mean, it's really an awesome tool. I encourage you guys to check it out Certainly, if you are in a field where, like I said, it's not always convenient to punch somebody in or write out a paper timesheet, check out timedoc.com. All of the links to the YouTube page and to their site itself are listed in the show notes below, um, but it's certainly worth checking them out. So thanks to Timedoc for sponsoring today's show. All right, let's start with today's question, which is... Do I need a real estate attorney to help me with my home sale or purchase? Okay, Now, this is a question that a lot of people often wonder about because it seems like such a simple thing, and it seems like something that you could do on your own. You don't need an attorney. Why would you need an attorney? Nobody, for the most part, I shouldn't say nobody, but for the most part, a large percentage of the people that go into a brokerage firm, especially here in New Jersey, they don't have an attorney. They're, you know, either young home buyers or they're people that have uh, lived in a house for years and they want to move, but they've never really had experience with an attorney. So it's not like they've got an attorney on standby. And so they, they often question, why do I need an attorney for this? So the answer to the question is this. A. It depends on the state you live in, and B, it's generally a good idea. And let me explain this. All right, so first of all, the way that our country is set up, you know, with states having their own obvious ability to be autonomous to a degree and make their own rules, certain states have chosen to have real estate closings handled by title agencies or closing agents that are not attorneys. And what I'll do is I'll put a link in the show notes to a map that will show you the U.S. and whether or not you need an attorney. Now, in New York, for example, super-duper complicated closing process for residential. Way more complicated than New Jersey. In New Jersey, the top half of the state needs an attorney to help them close. The bottom half of the state, they use title agents. So it's like mind-blowing how these things were set up, but that's the way it is. You look at the Midwest, it's going to be completely different from the East Coast. You go up to New England, most people need an attorney. You go out to you know, areas of Oklahoma and that direction, you, you might not need one. All right, so first of all, it depends on your state. Second of all, it's generally a good idea. So if your state requires or is silent on the idea of having an attorney, but it's not a state where it's typically handled by a title agent or closing agent, Then you are going to want to look into an attorney. I've got a list here that I want to go through um, because I think it's important to understand what is an attorney going to do. I'm going to read you the list of what they do for buyers and sellers, very brief, but then I'm going to explain to you what all this means. So for a buyer, the attorney will help explain the contract and what your rights are, and they make sure that your interest and rights are protected. They're going to help you understand Um, how you will take title to the property. They're going to make sure that the title is clear. They're going to make sure that your lender is working with them, make sure that the mortgage is approved on time. They're going to review the adjustments and the taxes prior to the closing. They're going to prepare any legal documents. Sometimes maybe you've got title issues and you're going to need the attorney to help you adjust the title issues. So they're going to do that, prepare the legal documents. They're going to attend the closing and we're going to review the materials with you. Oftentimes, on the buyer's end, the attorney will also take a look at the home inspection report. And I'll tell you why I think that's so important. There are so many attorneys that don't. You know, they tell you, yeah, go get a home inspection, and you go out and get one, and you're looking at this piece of paper saying to yourself, well, what does all this mean? And then the attorney says to you, oh, well, that's not my responsibility. I- I'm not going to talk to you about that. That's, that's not a good thing. You want an attorney that's going to bring you in and look at your report for you. I'm going to talk later on in the week about litigation and, and this couple, the first-time homebuyers that I was mentioning to you, who almost lost everything because of a purchase of a house that involved a, 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 a negligent home inspector. So it is important to have an attorney kind of 360 hands-on to look at the entire closing. Now, if you are on the seller's end, you're going to have the contract review and negotiation with the attorney. You're going to have all the closing paperwork prepared by the attorney, deal with title issues that may come up, they're going to attend the closing, they're going to get the insurance certificates, and they will manage the disbursements of the payment and payment out of escrow, okay? Now, what does all this mean in real people language? It means that when you make the decision to buy or sell a piece of real estate, you are entering into a legally enforceable contract. Two of them, quite honestly, one is the contract for sale of the house. One of them is the contract for the mortgage. A mortgage is a secured loan. It has a great deal of power. It is something that has taken people you know, into bankruptcy when they can't afford it. It has taken people down the path of foreclosure. Why? Because it's a contract, a legally enforceable binding contract. The same with the home sale or purchase contract. It's very easy to go into a realtor's office and be in, you know they, they hand you this piece of paper and they say, sign here, pay your $1,000 deposit, this is what all this means. Yep, yep, yep. And and you know before you know, you're out the door smiling because you just put down a deposit on your new house. Meanwhile, you have no idea what's in that contract. And the real estate agent, A, should not tell you what the legal terms and conditions are because they're not qualified to do that. As a matter of fact... It can be an ethical violation when a real estate broker tells you or gives you legal advice or information based upon the contract. What they should tell you is hire an attorney. The contract process is something that you absolutely should have an attorney do. They should look at the contract for sale or purchase and make sure that they negotiate terms that are favorable to you. What happens if you've made this commitment, you've entered into this promise to get this house, right, if you're the buyer, and all of a sudden your mortgage doesn't come through. Are you on the hook? Are you screwed because now you've signed this contract for the home and you don't have a mortgage? Well, that's why an attorney is important because they're going to help you fix that situation and give you an out. What if you know your home inspection report comes back and there's issues? What if you don't think that the price of the house is accurate based upon the issues that you've uncovered or identified in the home inspection. What do you do? Are you now bound by the terms of the contract? And the answer is you have very little bargaining power, and the broker is not going to help you negotiate the contract. They're not. And, and, and as warm and fuzzy as a broker may, may make you feel, you have to understand something. The broker gets a commission for your home sale. So I'm going to ask you this question. Is it in the broker's best interest? Is it in the broker's best interest to have the deal fall apart? And I'm going to tell you the answer is no. Why? Because they get no commission. So if you are going to rely on and put all your faith and trust into the broker, you have to understand something. They are not there to represent you. They are there to represent their brokerage firm, the property, to assist you, to help you, to guide you, and to get paid when the house closes. I think this is a really important point that a lot of people don't understand or overlook because you have to, to, to see this idea that, yeah, they're working for you, but they only get paid if the house closes. So if you've got a broker who's dealing with a questionable issue, you know, they look at a home inspection report, uh, should we adjust the price, should we not? Well, if I adjust the price or try to adjust it, maybe the deal won't close. So I'm going to say to the, to the potential homeowner, the buyer, look, I think it's probably not a good idea to to, to request a price to adjustment. It's really not that bad to fix this issue. As a matter of fact, I know a contractor that can come in and they'll fix that for you. Do you know how many times I've heard that story? I know a guy. I know a guy. Well, you know what? Your guy is not going to help you when you realize that, you know, you open up a wall or an issue to be fixed that was supposed to be minor, and all of a sudden, you know, the whole house is just broken apart. It's like the money pit, that old Tom Hanks movie, right? So it is not a good idea to put all your trust in a broker. Now, let me just take a step back and say I am not... Badmouthing, criticizing, or downing brokers. Brokers serve a legitimate function. They are important. You need to have a broker, in my opinion. They can help you run the comps, get the best prices. They can help you with a lot of things. But what they cannot and should not help you with is negotiating the terms of the contract or any of the legal work that comes with it. And if you have a broker that, that purports to do that or suggests that they can do that, I would take a step back and be very careful. All right, now. Now that I've trashed brokers, which I was unintentional, it was not meant to be a trashing session. It's meant to be honest. And I can't sit here and give you honest information about a home closing if I'm not going to tell you the truth. You know, I can't sugarcoat this. This is the way it is. This is the reality. All right, now, when you go to the broker and you sign that contract to sale, If you've ever been through a closing before, you know that if you didn't come in with an attorney, you'll say to the broker, do I need an attorney? They'll say, well, you should have an attorney review the contract. And you say, yeah, but I don't know anybody. And they say, here. And they fan out their, their cards, their business cards of attorneys. And they say, you call this guy or that guy or this guy, you know, this girl. We work with them all the time. Okay. Now, for the most part, those people are okay to use for the most part. But understand that if you've got an attorney being recommended by a brokerage firm, it is possible, all right, not definite, possible, that there is a connection, a relationship between that broker and the attorney. Now, we've worked for brokers before. We have no relationship with them. We don't go over to their houses for dinner on Sunday night. We don't get kickbacks or anything like that. That's illegal. It's unethical. We don't do that. But here's the point that I'm going to make and tie it into what I just started talking about, which is this. Remember when I told you that the broker, while they represent you, they've got all of these other commitments to the brokerage firm, you know, to the other uh, broker on the other side. You need somebody to represent you, and that's where an attorney comes in. The attorney is there for you and you only. Their duty is to you, not to the broker, not to the, 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 the seller or the party, not to the brokerage firm. Their only obligation is to protect you. You hire them directly. You pay them a retainer or whatever the closing cost might be. And really, I'll give you the, the, um, the, the pricing range just so you have an idea, too, of what um, attorneys charge depending upon where in the country. But that attorney is there for you. You have an attorney-client relationship with that lawyer. And if you feel that something's not right, that lawyer has to come to you and say, I hear your concern. I'll look into it. Here's the deal. Here's what I think. You know, and you take that story of the home inspector where maybe you go to your attorney and you say, look, the broker's telling me this is not a big deal. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. What do you think? And then you get the attorney's opinion on it. That's invaluable. That's why you need to hire an attorney. Because that attorney is your advocate. Don't go into something alone when there's the possibility and there's the temptation on the broker's part to push sales along simply to make it close so that they get their commission. For those of you who have dealt with bad brokers, and there's a lot of them out there, there's also a ton of good brokers. And again, not a broker bashing session. This is just honesty. But there are a lot of bad brokers, just like there are a lot of bad attorneys. The bad brokers are the ones that get you to sign the contract, and then you're lucky if they ever call you back again, because they don't care. All they care about is calling up the attorney and pushing the attorney to close the sale. And some of those bad brokers use bad attorneys. So now they've got this connection with a bad attorney. And the attorney doesn't care about you either. As a matter of fact, the attorney probably never even looks at your paperwork. Why? Because they have a paralegal do it. And when the paralegal says, yeah, this looks fine, this looks fine, paralegals aren't trained like attorneys. These are some very good paralegals, but they're not attorneys, and they don't know all of the potential pitfalls that could come out of a botched closing or something that's missed. But a lot of these attorneys that are recommended by bad brokers, they have an obligation to the broker. Why? Well, because they're getting business from the broker. And if they want business to keep coming in so they can keep making money on the closings, they've got to appease the broker. But doesn't that create some form of conflict between you, their client, and the broker who's paying them? Now, I don't mean paying them directly, but paying them in the sense of, of referrals. I'm going to re- refer you know, Jim Bob here because I know that Jim Bob, the attorney, will make sure that these things close as quickly as possible. Why? Because I, the broker, need to go on vacation in four weeks, and I want to make sure I've got my money in. Okay? That's the reality of bad brokers, bad attorneys. Okay? It's a generalization, but you've got to be aware of it. It's out there. And it happens more frequently than not. And that is why your best tool, your best weapon, is knowledge when you're going to go make a purchase like this. Know the questions to ask. Understand that the attorney has an obligation to represent you. Make sure you feel comfortable with the attorney. Don't just take whoever they give you. Don't just take, you know, Sally Mae from, from, you know, the, the ABC brokerage firm. This is the person we use. Oh, and by the way, Sally's upstairs and she works with the title agent, so everything will run smoothly. Ah, you know how many times I've heard brokers try to convince people to use their attorney, and their attorney works with the title agent? agency and it's like this really bad form of incest where everybody's in everybody else's business and who suffers? You because nobody really cares about you, they care about the money. Now, eighty percent of those deals probably close with no problem. You know, because for the most part there's not a lot of complicated issues that arise out of standard closings. However, there are issues that arise: title issues, title defects, money owed, back taxes, you know, encumbrances, um, rights to use the property, title survey issues, home inspection issues. There are a ton of issues that could really screw you up for the rest of your life. Imagine dumping all your life savings into a home, only to find out that the home could not be sold because there are too many problems that the home inspector missed. Cannot be fixed because you dumped your whole life savings into the house. Where does that leave you? Screwed. Okay? So, that's why you need an attorney. Okay? Now, if you're in a state that does not require an attorney, obviously you don't need one. Could you consult with one? Sure. Is it going to be super helpful? Probably not. Because title agents in those states where attorneys are not used are trained... To handle your closing procedures. Now, I still question the um, ethical aspects of a closing agent being able to provide you with legal advice. And I suggest to people that if you are involved in a closing where legal issues may come up and you just feel as though you'd rather have legal representation, go out and get an attorney. Okay. I have told you to get an attorney, and now you're thinking to yourselves, well, why do I need to spend money, and how much do I need to spend? Okay, first of all, if you are in a residential closing, and this, again, is a vast generalization because there are different areas of the country with different um, you know, revenue streams and incomes and median income levels, so this is a generalization. But typically speaking, you're looking at somewhere between Eight, nine hundred, and 1500 depending upon the state, for a quality closing attorney. Sure, there are guys out there. You can look them up on the Internet. You go to Google and there's the paid ads, and they're advertising 400 for a closing. Well, they're not telling you that every little thing that is part of the closing is separate, and so at the end of the day, you're paying a lot more. They're also not telling you that you have to use their title agent. They're also not telling you that they're never going to take your call, and that when you have a question, you're going to be routed to six different secretaries. Maybe you'll get to a paralegal. Maybe you'll get a circus clown. But you're not going to speak to that attorney. Okay? So that's something you need to know when you go bargain basement. You get what you pay for. So typical range, I would say, good attorney, 800 to 1500 depending upon the location, depending upon the complexity and the price of the home. There are a lot of attorneys out there who decide what they're going to charge you based upon the value of your home. I'm not a big fan of that process. Um, I would rather, you know, give a flat fee, flat rate, here's what it is, and everything's all, you know, all-encompassed. That's the way that I like to do it. That's the way I think is the best way. That's the way it should be done. All right. Um, But that being said, you know, it's super important for you to have one, and that cost, that 809000 $1,200, is going to pay for itself because you're going to save yourself a tremendous amount of headache and heartache. You are going to have somebody walk you through the closing process. You're going to have somebody that's there for you, not for the broker. You know, I was talking to a broker not too long ago about our own real estate business. Um, You know, we represent buyers and sellers in residential real estate, commercial real estate. And I was having this conversation with a broker, and the broker said to me, I was asking the broker, why don't you like to recommend us to your clients? And the broker said to me, you're too honest. I said, what? He said, yeah, you're too honest. He said, you know, we want to make these deals happen. We need to get paid. I've spent all these weekends showing these houses all my time. I want to get paid. I need that commission. And if you see something wrong with the house, you're telling the client. And that's blowing the deal. And I said, but wait a minute. What would you like me to do? Not tell the client, my client, that there is an issue that could come back to haunt them later on? I shouldn't say anything to them because you need your commission. And if I don't do that, you're not going to give me any more business that's that's the way this works. Well, that's not the way I play. So if you don't like honesty in real estate transactions, fine, don't send business to me because I am not going to go back and change the way we do things, which is the right way. I'm not going to go and be dishonest so you can get your commission and By the way, right, the attorney gets eight nine $1,000, $1,200 on a closing. Do you know what percentage the real estate broker gets? 3 4 5% of the whole purchase. So, you know, you've got the attorney who makes generally very little on a closing. And the broker making all this money who wants the attorney to just push it along. It's okay. They'll never know. Come on. Are you kidding me? It's wrong. And it happens all the time. And as attorneys, I I can't do that. I won't let anybody in my firm do that. If we identify a problem, we're going to tell you. If you say, all right, I have identified the problem, I understand the problem, but I want it anyway. So, for example, you have a house maybe where the home inspection report has, has indicated that there could be an oil leak. And the attorney says to you, listen, do you understand what this could mean? Environmental Protection Agency, soil sample testing, that sort of thing. You might need to have it pulled up. And you say, yes, I understand that I want to move forward. Fine. The attorney's not going to be mad at you. They're going to help you. They're going to walk it through, you know, with you. But you've at least been been made aware of the situation. You know what's worse? What's worse is when you've got a broker saying to an attorney, look, they're never going to know about this. Uh five years later, maybe they'll find it, but don't worry about it. Come on, just don't don't worry about it. And you're in the house for a year or two, and you decide that, oh, all of a sudden we've got you know twins. We had twins, and now this house is too small for us. We need to move. You go to sell the house, and another home inspector comes in and identifies an oil tank. And all of a sudden, you've got the EPA at your house doing soil sampling saying, oh, your oil tank leaked. You can't sell your house. Is that what you want? That is why an attorney is important and the right attorney. Don't just take what they hand you. It's so super easy to go in for the one-stop shop at the brokerage firm. You know, I need a broker, check. Attorney, check. Home inspector, check. Contractor, check. Oh, look, I have cookies. And you have any wine? I mean, that's the... T- By the way, I forgot to go to the store and get milk. Do you have any of that I can take home with me too? That's the way this is run. Okay, now that that rant is over, understand that, again, brokers serve a function. They're there to help you. It is the bad brokers and bad attorneys that I am trying to warn you about. But end of the story, end of the day, do not enter into a real estate transaction without at least first speaking with an attorney, to understand what they're going to do for you. And here's another bit of advice. Don't do it after the contract has been signed. Most states allow a three-day right of rescission or a three-day attorney review period. Uh, It depends on the state. Now, an attorney review period, if you blow the date, typically, like, for, for example, in New Jersey, you've got three days to conduct an attorney review or at the very least retain an attorney who can go back to the other side and say, I need a few more days All right, that's acceptable. But if you don't have that and now, you know, you've signed the contract and you're 10 days in and now you decide you need an attorney and you want to make modifications to the contract, that ship has sailed. Goodbye, Titanic. You can't go back. You can't make changes. You are, you sold your soul to the devil you need to have somebody that's going to tell you right off the bat. Let's send this letter out. This letter is going to ask for a mortgage contingency, a home inspection contingency. This, that, this looks, you know, like it's wrong. This is wrong. Let's fix this. Let's modify that. That's what you need. So, don't wait when you get that house in your mind and you're ready to write that check for the deposit, make sure you know who you're going to use. My advice to you is while you're researching the houses, quickly research the attorney. You can go to avo.com, A-V-V-O.com, and that gives you every attorney in your area and their rating and whether or not they've ever had any ethical issues or whether or not you know their customers like their service. You can look online. I mean, there's still the Better Business Bureau, although not a lot of people use it, but you can, you can do that. Do your research. You've researched the house. I remember when my wife and I were buying our first house, my wife knew more broker. She spent her whole day researching the area, the school, what the house had, what it didn't have. And, and, you know, that was invaluable. Just take an extra hour and find an attorney. Do it before you sign the contract. Do it before you make your deposit. Then at least you've got somebody on your side. Now here comes the contract. It was accepted. Here it comes. All right, attorney, review it attorney reviews it, tells you what's going on. The process begins. They can guide you. Okay, Sally, now you need to get your home inspection report. Okay. You know, you go back to the attorney. Attorney, I've got my home inspection report. I've read it, but some of the things I don't understand. For example, here's a line that says, the boiler has reached its maximum lifespan. Replacement in future necessary. What does that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean that I need to replace it now? But what if it did? What if the attorney looks at this and says, "Hey, um I've I've been to your house because there are attorneys, we oftentimes in certain situations, we'll go to somebody's proposed house, you know, the, the house they're looking to buy. We'll take a look around. And um we might say, "Look, it says that the boiler needs to be replaced. The boiler's 15 years old, 20 years old, 25 years old. Yes, this is something that we should request a credit for, because just just because you sign the contract doesn't mean that that purchase price is the price that you're going to end up paying. What if there are issues with the house, but you still want it, but you want a credit to make those repairs? That's what the attorney can help you with. All right, that is going to do it for today. And I encourage you to stick with us throughout the rest of the week on this you know, uh, real estate series that we're doing because we're going to be talking in the next couple of days about home inspections and how to select a home inspector, what are the requirements, who is a home inspector, who is not, what you should look for, what keys are out there for you to unlock when you see the home inspector for the first time. What do you need to do? How can you, you know, Sherlock Holmes him, if you will, and decide whether or not this is the right guy or girl for you? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the closing process later in the week. What does it mean? What does it entail? How long does it take? What do you need to do during it? What are the possible things that could occur in the closing sale or the closing process, I should say? So stick around because all those things are going to be discussed this week. I want to, again, um, thank you all for tuning in, and for your questions. Please keep them coming. Um, it really is invaluable to see the questions that you guys have, and I do my best to answer all of them. I also want to thank today's sponsor, which is TimeDoc. Go to timedoc.com and check out what they can do for you with tracking your employment's or your employees' time. Check in and check out the, the the modernization of the old time card system. If you're in the field you want to check out time Uh Also want to remind you to check out utlradio.com. It's been updated. We've got the Ask Your Question tab, which is powered by SpeakPipe, which allows you to leave your voicemail message with your question directly under the website, and then we can play that live on the air. Most of you seem to feel more comfortable with sending in emails and calling, and that's totally fine too. But check out the website and, and give it a try. Um, I think it would be a nice touch to be able to have somebody asking their question live so that I don't have to paraphrase it, which is what I always do. Um, And it would be kind of cool. So check that out. It's free. Also, I want to remind you that the app is free. It's available for iTunes and the Android Google Play Store. free. It also gives you upcoming episodes, tells you when we're going to have a new topic, tells you when we're going to have a new guest, a new show. You can stream the show live from the app there's also a host of other resources and you can even ask your legal question directly through the app so check that out everything there is free too meant to help you understand your legal rights your legal obligations and you you know help you with your business as well this is business and legal Q&A live today we touched on legal and we're going to stick with that throughout the week because i think it's so important to get to these real estate questions now before you end up in a situation where you're signing on the dotted line and have no idea what comes next. So I want to thank you all for joining me. Thank you for all the positive feedback. Let me know if you have questions about today's show. You can just reach out to us anywhere. YouTube, you can do it on Facebook, on Twitter. You can go directly to the website, utlradio.com, and leave a message there. Send an email, make a phone call. However you want to do it, let us know what you think. If you're watching this live on YouTube or streaming live, Leave a comment, questions. Don't hesitate. I'm here to try to give you the answers and information that you need to help you make an informed decision. Because remember that there is power in understanding the law.